And we are recording. We are on. So welcome everybody to Midday Cafe, your weekly podcast brought to you from the friendly folks at Microsoft Healthcare and Life Sciences. I'm leaning over to a mic. You can't see it. Uh, but uh, so I want to welcome everybody back. We've got a great agenda today. Uh, very excited. But before we kick off, let's see. I'm going to call each person to introduce themselves. I'm looking at my little squares. I feel like uh, the old Hollywood squares. And uh, so our first up, we have Miss Ms. Sue Venzel. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, everybody. Teams Technical Specialist. It's my royal wave. Happy to be here. Got some fun stuff to share with everybody today. Excellent. And Kendra. Hi, I'm Kendra Burgess. I'm a business intelligence technical specialist here at Microsoft. And Alfred? Yep, Alfred Ojuku. I'm the Surface Specialist, Hardware Specialist at Microsoft, and super excited to be here. Jim? Hi, everyone. I'm Jim Warner. I'm a Teams Technical Specialist. And Mike Chinati, also a Teams Technical Specialist, or whatever they're calling us these days. I can never <laughs> keep up. Um, I look. I actually looked at my the auto thing from Corp the other day. I did moused over myself in Teams, and I was like, "That's my title now." Mm. <laughs> I didn't keep know up. what. Keep up. Just keeps changing. So uh, we've got a great agenda today. We are going to be uh, having Sue is going to be first up talking Teams breakout rooms v2. We're going to follow that up with Jim talking about word clouds for forms. I'm going to quickly cover audio podcasting with Viva Connections. Uh, Kendra is going to talk about Power BI and Roadmap. She's going to put on her, her hat, the great Puba prognostic. I can't even say it right now. Prog I, she's going to prognosticate. No is that correct? Is that the way to <laughs> and then finally, Alfred is going to talk about my favorite device on the planet, Someday, someday, I will have one here in the home office. I don't know how. Someday, someday we'll all have one. How about that? Yeah, I would I love like that. that. Mm -hmm. That's like my dream. All right. But I'm going to shut up now because we're going to turn this over to Sue. And Sue, breakout rooms. Yeah. So uh, this is going to take a few minutes, uh, but I'm really glad I'm kicking it off because I'm going to talk about a few features we're bringing to breakout rooms that I think have been in high demand. I also think what I'm about ready to share with you is going to separate us from our competition because they cannot do this. So we've had breakout rooms for a while, but you know, breakout rooms, they haven't been what I'll call full featured. So now there are two things I want to tell you about breakout rooms. First of all, you will now be able to have a designated presenter for your breakout rooms. So those folks, so it's kind of think of it as a team leader. Um, if you're breaking out people into different groups and you might want to have a team leader in each group, they'll be able to do things like assigning users to rooms. They might, someone might be in the wrong room. They need to put them into another room. Here's my favorite. They can also enable a timer so that one person doesn't hog the meeting the whole time. We might wanna have timers on this call, just putting it out there. Um, and also you'll be able to send announcements to other rooms and you'll be able to uh, just make any changes that you might need to. So those will be presenters at, for the breakout rooms. So that's the first one. Um, the second one is being able to create the breakout rooms ahead of time. 
And the, the beauty of that is that we really emphasize the before, during, and after meeting experience. Well, if you're preparing for this and if you know you're going to be breaking up into small groups, you can go ahead and designate people in their breakout rooms. You can go ahead and designate who's going to be the leader for each room, and you can do that ahead of time, just like how we also use the fluid components to work on agenda ahead of time. So then you have your, your before, your during, your after experience. So those are the, and these are all going to be rolling out in September. Um, they'll be, you know, slowly rolling them out. So this is right around the corner. And I will, I will share with Mike some links to post on admin documentation, end user documentation, and also links to the roadmap. So you can, you can watch this closely because it's going to be good. Um, and then I think this is, may, can I just pass it off to Jim? Is that, will that well, work? Wait a minute. I, so I got a question. Yeah. Because that was all cool. That, that I mean, those were the very cool stuff, right? Yeah. You had to pick one, Sue, that is your favorite. What is it and why? You mean uh, everything I just shared? Of everything. Um, I think and it's going to be, I think the one thing, it, and it's going to be very simple, being able to actually present in a breakout room. Because for a lot of our comp competitors, like, you just can break out for side discussions and that's pretty much all they have. True. So the fact that you got pretty much the full team's experience in a breakout room is my favorite. I, th I think that's awesome. Yeah. Kendra, were you going to say something? No, I agree. I think that's really exciting. Um, partly because we like to have side conversations anyway. If, if Even if it's 15 minutes, you could have a meeting and say, hey, everybody go and talk about this topic and come back with some takeaways or some next steps or some decisions or, you know, something like that. And then they go and they, they talk and they come back and they come back with their great idea to the central group. I think it's great. I think uh, creating, pre-creating the rooms is going to be really important, especially in the, those large meetings, right? When someone doesn't want to take, the, can't take the time, put 100 people out into breakout rooms. If you can pre-configure that, I think that'll be, you know, that's my opinion. I, I think that's a very important one as well. I like that too, especially cohorts of people that have something in common that you and you would like to have them intentionally grouped together. You know, what just ran through my head was we have these hackathons and they've been doing them on teams virtually. But when you talk about the hackathons, a lot of times when they also do hack ups, they do like sections, different groups might. And having if you know you're going to do that, being able to pre-plan and have a designate. I thought what you said, Sue, the, the presenter, so there is that designated person running that breakout show it's not just a quit a free-for-all i think that's that's awesome i just i actually just did a uh, a hackathon just exactly that and we used it for you know group breakouts and it was great because they could actually head into their rooms do their work chat with each other you know have a conversation and you can even send an alert to everybody letting them know that hey it's time to come back um it was really powerful to just see that happen and, and feel like they could have their own space Sweet. So breakout rooms, and you're going to give us the links to post? Yep. yep. Beautiful. And, and by the way, you'll be able to find those at aka.ms slash HLS blog. That's aka.ms slash HLS blog. What is, <laughs> what is that? I, I'm going to be a weather person. What's the link again? <laughs> All right. So, Jim, 
Yeah, all right. So let me see if I can um, share this out. Whoa, that's so cool, Jim. Is that side by side view? <laughs> it is, Sue. How do you like it? <laughs> oh, so powerful. Sorry, I yeah, have so, out there. <laughs> so I'll be covering something not, not uh, a little bit more fun, right? So I've had a couple customers ask me about this over the past year or so. Um, Word cloud, right? Nothing too extraordinary here, but it's it's a really neat feature when you're trying to get um, you know some polling done in a, in a meeting um, where we weren't uh, we weren't able to do this. Um, this will be uh, Word cloud for polls and Teams meetings. So what's really nice about this is uh, we're rolling this out. Um, meeting presenters can uh, create Word uh, cloud Word cloud polls. They can launch them. They can view responses and they can close the polls. Um, so very similar to the other polls in there, but it's just Word Cloud, right? So uh, all attendees can see the oh, poll results in real time, and uh, you can like words within within the Word Cloud as well. So this will be a little teaser for uh, some screenshots here, right? So you can see um, where you can like things in in the cloud, um, what it looks like in the chat uh, panel, and what you'd be using the Word Cloud option under forms. So again, just a little teaser there. What do you need to know? Okay, so this was a roadmap feature uh, 79497. It's uh, slated to uh, release in September, which it looks like we're on track for that at this point. Um, it'll be available in the Teams desktop for Windows and Mac with certain version. Uh, it's available on Teams on the web. And you have to use forms. It's not available in the the, the, the poll icon, uh, you have to use forms to, to initiate this. And it should be available worldwide in September. So Jim, so, quick question then, yep. with that with forms, does that also mean since we're using forms where you're using a form separately, will you have that option as well, standalone? I don't, that's not, I don't see why you wouldn't be able to because it is a form function. From the way it looks to me, yes, it'll be available in forms. So there you have it, folks. Mr. Jim Warner is <laughs> No guarantees. We, we, we don't know, but it, it just, <laughs> I just, when you're talking about that, how it's it's really a function of forms. Um, right. Yeah, then, it, you know, I was just, just was curious about Just that. like anything else, I think what we'll see is we'll see that merging into the poll option as well. So you can actually yeah. kick it off from a poll versus versus forms. But yeah, I, I you know, from what my understanding, this will be available in forms. Cool. Standalone. I love Word Cloud. I can't wait. It's a great way to get a temperature check, you know. Yeah, it is. It's before or after. I love it. Yeah, it's fun. I was just thinking that's why I asked about the standalone because while that's Teams, you know, I'm going to jump in, in a second into Viva Connections. And in Connections, we're bringing that home page and to talk about making things engaging. I could have that interactive, engaging element right on the. Yeah, that would be, right that would be neat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's no preview for this. It just rolls out in September. Very cool. Can't wait. All right. Well, I, I guess I'm up. Um, Jim set the bar high with his side by side, but I'm not going to do side by side just because uh, I want you to see the whole screen. So 
Uh, I have had a number of customers over the last, I don't know, three, four, five months who uh, have pinged me and my whole screen just froze. Can you guys hear me? Yes, but we don't see anything. <laughs> and you don't see it. It did this to me the other day on my Canary build. Dang it. Um All right, I guess I'll just be talking. Um, can somebody else share their screen to kick my blank screen out? Maybe that'll. You got it. Yeah, yeah. We're working on it. I'm afraid of breaking everything here. Um, I'll I'll just talk through this piece then. So, and I have a link to an actual how to set it up. Okay. We see you now. Just you so see you know. me now. Okay. Yeah. So let me just pull that back up. All right. Are you seeing what I'm presenting? Because that's no. still showing them. Okay. So I'll just talk through. Yeah. Um, well, so what happened is a lot of folks have been asking about podcasting because in this whole hybrid work scenario, people are on the go, right? And there, we have a lot of like in healthcare and life sciences, clinicians, for example, who are to and from, you know, uh, where they're working. And so they're on these commutes and stuff, but then they're busy once they're there. And they said, how can we enable for folks this idea that, hey, our, our people need to be able to take critical communications and training and stuff on the go for mobility, um, wherever they're at, so that in this hybrid work world, some people remote, some people commuting to and from a physical location, we can use traditional audio podcasts to keep people trained and informed. And we have not had that, you know, streamed did video only. Um, and folks have been like, well, how can we do this? And I stumbled across, I just, somebody pinged me again and posed a question to me. They're like, what about with the new stream? So I went in and I made a document library on my and my demo environment and my connections uh, piece. And with that demo environment, and I'll put a picture of what it looks like on mine up in the blog post. But what I did was I, I turned, I, I called it CEO, I think, uh, what did I call it? CEO Connections Podcast. And then I uploaded seven MP3 files to it. Yeah, I'll upload it. The sync. Functionality was there in the library, so you could sync for offline access via this, via your computer, so on the go. Uh, so it had the full sync capability, or you could click on one, and the new stream capability native in SharePoint and OneDrive allowed streaming right from there. It actually, you just clicked it, it started playing. And I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. So what about if I make a list view and I made a custom view of that list where I had just the title with the linkage and I drop that web part onto my connections, homepage of the connections website that shows in Teams. Sure enough, they showed most recent going down with full title. You can click and have the controls right in that web part to sync. And you could click right there and just start playing it. And it just worked right from within Teams. 
with connections. So I, I did a post on Friday. Actually, it was like Friday at 9, 9 p.m. It's pretty late. Um, but I did a post, a step-by-step -step setting it up. So that's out there. I'll put a link uh, in this recording. I apologize. I'm going to start like going to a, not production, but uh, a more recent or more older build, I think, moving forward because I keep having some weird issues with uh, my share. Um, and I have a customer call after this. So <laughs> there we go. So uh, that's it. What I've got. Um, Kendra. Yeah. You have well, some exciting You don't need to ask you questions. Oh, you can. <laughs> oh, sure. So I'm thinking about use cases here. And would, would a, a possible use case be if I'm traveling, I want to keep up with certain calls or maybe some training, I would be able to go into Teams and play it from there while I'm on the road. How's, would that be a Yeah, a yeah or it could be synced via your – and you could use any podcast player on your local phone because it will sure. show those synced files. But here's the thing, right? So I did CEO connections, but it could also be like nurses weekly, right? So what's the latest changes or what are the trends and stressors? And it could be a quick, you know, boom. So now, you know, I'm a nurse, I'm driving to or from work and boom, I share my phone over Bluetooth, you know, which we all do, right? With Spotify and other stuff. But instead yeah. I'm playing podcasts right. from work. Um, right. It could be from the training group. You could yep. have podcasts. It could be, you know, the CEO. What's the state of the business and what are we doing? You could do this at the. You could add the same piece within a tab for any team. So you got a project and upcoming things and all that. If people are mobile, I mean, there's so many use yep. cases. Think about all the podcasts we all listen to, everything from entertainment to informational, etc. And then think of the the workplace. Yeah. And we, it's it you own it. It's built yeah. in. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that, Mike. So Kendra, she has some yes. pretty exciting news. Yeah. A um, couple times a year, uh, the Power BI uh, program managers uh, come out with a release, um, what we're calling our roadmap that correlates with the monthly releases for desktop and service and administrators and such that you'll see on the blog on um, the Power BI community site. So um, we just recently released our uh, roadmap maybe a week ago. Um, some really exciting changes coming. Uh, it does tend to be released here in August and then the, the actual release uh, months are October 2021 to March 22. So you'll see that over that six month period, the things that are on our roadmap are being planned. They're on the train, so to speak, for releases. They've already gone through their private and public previews and things like that. So we're getting ready to GA them. A few of them that really resonate with me, um, one is chargeback reporting for administrators. We've had a lot of customers ask for that specifically around premium. So um, that's soon to come out. Um, uh, automatic aggregations are going to be really exciting. It's for direct query mode right now, but it's something where um, based on the usage and the type of queries that you're creating, um, automatic aggregations are going to be um, created in memory for you to be able to use and reuse. And um, that is really exciting because that'll uh, positively affect our performance and query performance. Um, 
what else would be a good one? Um, natural language for DAX generation. We use natural language today um, in our processing in the Power BI reports. And uh, natural language processing is the ability for us to use natural language as we type our queries or we um, use voice command for our queries. Um, and we are able to train uh, the AI and machine learning models that back up those visuals. But now we're gonna be able to do it with DAX. So um, do you speak DAX? I don't speak DAX <laughs> personally. So uh, I had like visions of some sci-fi shows. <laughs> I know, right? Left paren, <laughs> table name. No, um, but so you're not speaking it, you're actually typing it. But the benefit of that is that while you're typing, um, the natural language will start filling in for you. It does it a little bit anyway. It fills in for things like tables and columns and general syntax. But now that's going to be developed into more of a natural language, something that's trainable, um, similar to what we have today for our uh, queries. So I think that's exciting. Um, I wrote down a couple other. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't want to forget to mention uh, PowerPoint integration. Now you could download Power BI into PowerPoint, uh, PowerPoint generally, um, which is great, right? Because we're saying, hey, we want you to use PowerPoint uh, to be the new replacement for, uh, or, or Power BI, the new replacement for PowerPoint. But we're actually finding that customers really do want that um, PowerPoint aesthetic. So now you can um, embed your Power BI reports in PowerPoint. You can filter and interact with them as an owner, and then you can filter and interact with them as a viewer as well. So if you can imagine, create this really great visual um, that you really want to see in that PowerPoint report and then hand that over to, um, you know, whomever, your executives that need to be able to show and share that information. So that will be nice um, from a usability perspective. Um, trying to think if there's, oh yeah, uh, maybe one more thing to mention. Um, uh, release notifications for admins. So currently, you're notified of releases when we publish them on the blog. Uh, you'll hear, hey, this is coming up, or this is coming in three months or six months. Um, and you have to actively be engaged either with an RSS feed or um, you know, actively engaged by putting time on your calendar to go check those blog sites for updates. But now we're gonna have information flowing straight through to admins of Power BI. So you'll get release information um, for yourself, um, basically push notifications, if you will, uh, to your admin. So there's so much more to talk about. Those were kind of the five or six I was really interested in. Um, I'll share the um, blog URL with you, Mike, so you can post that. Um, I'm also going to be doing some write-ups on the HLS blog about some of these features. So uh, be staying tuned for those over the next couple of weeks. That's it for me. So I do have uh, one question or question slash comment. The oh. first one you talked about, chargeback. Yeah. So I've got to say, like, as far as I'm aware, anybody else here free to correct me, but that's going to be the first of the 365 service products with that service enabled that I'm, I'm aware of. I don't believe we have chargeback. Uh, is, is anybody else here aware of chargeback and anything else? Nope. That's awesome because I th it sounds like your your group is really setting the groundwork around that. 
And, and we get asked about that because there's lots of services that are lines of business, right? Want and IT's like, whoa, whoa, but they there's no way to do chargeback. Yeah. 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 I think uh predominantly where we've kind of drawn the line in the sand was the old generation of Power BI premium, and you've heard me talk about that before, uh, old Gen 1 of premium didn't have that capability. Gen 2, we've got new hardware, we've got new performance metrics, so the whole Gen 2 is very different. It's GA is expected sometime soon, probably mm -hmm. within the next month or so. Um, and with that is this enablement of um, kind of like a new version of premium. And with that, we're able to include a chargeback model. So um, yeah, it's all good. So also auto scaling, which is quite exciting so that uh, you never bump into CPU problems ever again. You have something like a best friend backing you up, <laughs> got you back. It's called auto scaling. Yeah, that Gen 2 stuff is going to be really hot. And chargeback is just another one of those great features we're rolling out because we're hearing the customers want it so much. I mean. Mm -hmm. If you're sp spending um, that kind of money on a premium node um, and you want a centralized business intelligence program, then you need to find a way to pay for the service. And oftentimes a couple different business units want to pitch in a little budget for that and they need a chargeback method. So it's all good. Finally, awesome. it's here. Awesome. Yeah. Alfred. Alfred has my favorite device to talk about he's on mute though there he goes so Alfred, take it away just uh making sure anyone had questions for kendra so i'm super excited to be here of course uh i i initially tried to connect with my hub michael but uh, i don't know how the meeting set up we couldn't get it on there but next time i think we'll do a session on it a bit a bit more around uh hub uh so really cool information to share with you guys uh, today, I'm super excited because I think we're doing a lot of work with Windows Insider. So it, it, Windows Insider really gives you the chance to check out some of the features that are rolling out on the hub. Uh, the beauty of the hub is that you actually have a more uh, sandboxed experience than you do with normal PCs. Everyone's worried, oh my gosh, I'm going to get this virus. And the, 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 the hub itself lives in a sandbox environment. So any updates, any previews that come to it, allow it to sort of be isolated to that system itself. So one of the big previews that I think uh, those of you that are interested in it will be excited about is uh, the whiteboard, the whiteboard experience. Um, we're seeing a lot of updates coming to the whiteboard experience uh, that allow you to be more uh, collaborative in nature. So in other words, it doesn't matter if you're on your Android or iOS device or or our hub or even your PC, all of it will have the same experience. Um, and so we're, we're going to see that happen as well as a bit more around, um, uh, you know, being able to have your data stored in a secure location. Uh, so OneDrive uh, is going to be that standard. So um, prior to that, Azure was great. You know, you could you, the data was safe, but now you can actually personalize and own it and secure it based on who you want to have access, whether you want to be added, deleted, uh, whether you want to recall information, if you want to send them access to the content. So that's going to be a huge one for those of you guys that like the collaboration features. The second one that I think is going to be really super exciting is um, the idea that collaboration first matters. Um, and I, I'm, I'm going to 
I just share this uh, important piece is that we're putting a bit more into teams on hub. What does that mean for you? Um, you know, if you've used the hub before, what you tend to see is you, you're focused on the whiteboard, but you don't see the people. You're focused on the people, but you don't see the whiteboard. Now the beauty is we want the conversations to happen within the whiteboard and within the individuals themselves. So that means when somebody raises their hand, you'll see it. When somebody, uh, you know, chats on the side, it'll pop up on the screen as well. Uh, and then you can tell what's going on without having to, uh, you know, stop your whiteboard sharing, go over and look and see who's talking and everything else. Um, so all of the chat bubbles will show up, all of the uh, raised hand features will show up, search and discover in the whiteboard will be available, um, and then just having the data being able to be synced. Um, so uh, the, what we're calling it is uh, collaboration first. It's just basically deeply integrated into the product itself. Um, and I think there'll be a lot more excitement around that framework in terms of use case on this on a device like the Surface Hub. I thought that'd be nice to share. I don't know if you guys have yeah. any thoughts about that. Oh yeah, I, that is a big deal, especially when we're talking about inclusivity and you know where, you know, people. You want everyone wherever they're located to have the same experience, to get the same thing out of the meeting as if they were there. So being able to see that communication and you know the thumbs up and the chat bubbles, I think it's a big deal. Yeah, that, that's one of the big changes that I, I think uh, if you weren't paying attention, uh, you wouldn't uh, necessarily capture it. And so I'm just going to share with you guys real quick so that you guys can see what it looks like. I'm not doing it yet, but I'm going to steal some of that thunder because I really think it's cool to kind of see. I know we have a subtitle going on, but this is what it's going to look like. Um, you'll see that your whiteboard will be available. Your content will be right on the screen. The people speaking on the screen will also be there on the side. Uh, and you'll be able to have that uh, view. Uh, now, the easiest way to get into this is to just uh, look out for Windows Insider, right? So if you haven't had a chance to use Windows Insider, uh, it's a, a quick subscription into the platform. It doesn't hurt your device. Trust me, it works just great. When the next update comes up, it'll you'll put you right back on the current version. But usually when you get on an Insider preview, you kind of fall in love with it because it gives you insight to what's coming next. So, so that that would be Windows Insider and enabling that then with your hub, right? Yes, exactly. So same process, you would do it on a PC. Yep. You could do it on a hub. If only well, I had a hub, I would be. I was just saying the same that. thing. I'm I'm ready. Um, how around, do I buy one? Oprah, you get a hub. You get a. Hub. I, I was gonna say, Alfred, are you gonna are you gonna tell us today if we're all getting hubs? I, know, I, I love it. <laughs> Work it on it. Work it on it. Is there a coupon under my chair? Wait. No, exactly. <laughs> I, I I hit up my old buddies at the old at the MTC and I was like, you know those V1 hubs? Are you ever getting rid of it? I've got a room. And they're like, yeah, fat chance of that. <laughs> but no, those are some of the things that you'll see coming. I think the 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 excitement for me is realizing that people will. Uh, be able to take advantage of everything from together mode, presenter mode, live reactions, chat bubbles, raised hands. These are all the things that you know and love about Teams that may, you know, you know, the, now you can just translate it into the hub. Now, again, remember, the hub can still run Windows 10 Enterprise, but then you have to turn on the security piece. With the Windows 10 Team version, you still have all of that capability with a secure lockdown solution. 
I'm not kidding. I want one. Awesome. I mean, I love I love my PC. I love that I can use my pen and I can write on my whiteboard. But boy, I, I would love to have that on a wall that I can just walk right up to and feel like I'm still in a room um, in a conference room with, you know, my colleagues. Yeah, I'm ready. Exactly. <laughs> so, no, that's so this has all been great. I, I do have to make one quick call out. So, Antoine. You popped up out of nowhere on our call. So welcome. Um, I don't know if he's just listening in on our session, but uh, there we go. So Antoine, if you ever want to join our session, feel free. And uh, we like to be on video so all, all of us can see each other and talk. But uh, no, it's all great stuff. Any last thing anybody wants to mention? So I guess the one last thing, and I know this is this is probably some major news, but um, this will be the last time you'll see my scruff. Oh. My wife's birthday is this weekend coming up, and when I asked her, what do you want for your birthday, one of the things she says, get rid of that rug on your face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so tonight I'm going to go to a goatee for a couple of days, and then I'll... So All, gone. All gone. But have fun with that. <laughs> well, happy, happy early birthday. That's what's important. Happy early That's birthday. Right. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, so everybody, thanks for joining today. This is some great. This is great content. Um, and for those of you listening in, you know, please let your colleagues know. Share this uh, with them. We are doing this almost every week. We will not be doing it next week because it's Labor Day. Labor Day. And I'm not asking people to record on a Labor Day. Uh, I won't be here for that. So, uh, but we'll be back again the following week, you know, and let your, uh, like I said, your colleagues know if you have requests of content you'd want us to cover, please let us know. And we'd love to hear from you. So with that, this is Mike. Sue Benzel. Kendra Burgess. Alfredo Juku. Jim Warner. And Antoine lurking in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Bidding y'all have a great day. Take care. Grab your coffee. And uh, have a great week, everyone. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye.